So what were you going to be for Halloween? <laughs> I don't remember. It's probably nuts because a bread box was it, or were you going to be something bigger than a bread box? There's like something. There's like there's a costume that I've always wanted to do, but I like I never have enough time to do it right. And that's um, Z-Man from Valley of the Dolls, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. It's like this. I've never seen that. Did you know that? Really good. Me? It's like this fucked up '60s horror orgy movie. It's one of the ones I feel guilty about not seeing. It's really good. Um, it's I, I love that era of film a lot, and I'm a pervert, so that one's really good. And and like, there's like a gender reveal, <laughs> <laughs> a gender um, reveal party. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a really cool outfit to like a fire, like romp around and like look like a weird prince like a weird oh fucked up prince and um just tramp around halloween like that <laughs> would would just be like so delightful but um Is it i can never get would it be an expensive costume yeah kind of because i'd have to yeah. buy like i'd have to like either find similar like very similar like nice mm-hmm. metallic satin like <laughs> puffy shirt a nice like <laughs> Um, like I'd have to like, I I could, the headpiece is like actual, like, like an actual piece of jewelry, but I could like just do like a, a yellow or a yellow ribbon, a golden ribbon. Um, that like, there's like cheap ways to do, uh, there's a sword. Oh, Um, you know, maybe you could do it in the way there was that Twitter account of the guy who was just making everything through like forced perspective. I love him. him. Best costumes. The, The, um, like bad like what's his name like something yeah no that bad was cosplay or that whatever. was bruce nauman to me he's amazing that he's was a, performance a sculpture yeah, no, photography totally. drawing 100 percent genius <laughs> puppeteer like he's like puppeteer. like versatile he's amazing inventive creative uh yeah he's like do not remember the ad he's so, yeah. he's so cool um wouldn't in a million low cost cosplay able. low cost cosplay yes, he's so economical yeah, <laughs> like the where he'll just like he'll like he'll like do like a Bulma or something, and it'll just be like a zoom in yeah. on like, or like, like put spaghetti in front of him so that it looks like longer hair or something. <laughs> really incredible. He'll like buy like a squeegee from the dollar store, and it'll be like <laughs> I, like, I, like he's so funny. Um. As um, I was as I was telling you before we started recording, welcome to Art and Labor, by the way, folks. Oh, the Halloween, the pre-Halloween edition. Um, oh, Kenneth told me to bring back saying a poem at the beginning. Um, oh, but wait. I I don't have any prepared. But I do I do I I do like poems. I've been making poems in my spare time. Really, that's like the one form of art that I feel capable of. You're poeting. Well, yeah. If people want to. You if should, people are interested, yeah, I have made... Wait, read one. <laughs> well, they're, they're fucked up. I mean, I, I think there's one that's not fucked up. I can read the one. I can read one of the ones that's not fucked up. A lot of them are really fucked up. Oh, and I, mean, it, I do like a poetry's separate... Poetry's kind of fucked up. Yeah. I do a separate Instagram for them called Sexual Gumby. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's like... Do you write them on a notes app or do you write Yeah, them I write them on, on notes a- app and then I take a screenshot of the notes app and then I make an, a collage in Instagram <laughs> of the notes app. That's odd, baby. That's odd. <laughs> Art of the book. Oh my God. <laughs> this one. 
I mean, it's, it's funny but depressing. Do you want me to read a funny yes. but depressing one? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. This is the newest. This is the newest one I wrote. It's called. It's called Arrest at the Development. All right, yeah. Let's <laughs> but go. like exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. I'm so stupid. <laughs> this is a good accountability for me. <laughs> um, God, this is practice for when I um for when I become a slam poet. Yeah, here. Start doing this at open mics. <laughs> you know what? I hate when people do that. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Either way is fine with me. Um, I wish they would risk more, more than I'm willing to do. I'm having too much fun in the prison to break us out of here. I'm trying to ignore the cell blocks that don't have a speakeasy. I'm trying to ignore the memory of melting chocolate chips in a plastic cup, chewing the plastic cup. Nobody is home. I'm free. I can mix powdered sugar and water. Rub the mixture in my hands. Do the dishes before the warden does her rounds. I wish they would risk more, more than I'm willing to do. I wish they would risk more, more than I'm willing to do. I wish I could use a plastic bag, chewing the plastic bag. Takis is my culture. We claim bodega. I'm having too much fun in the prison to break us out of here. I pick corn bits out of my teeth with a plastic straw, chewing the plastic straw. I'm trying to ignore I'm chewing a plastic straw. I'm chewing my cuticles so the inspector stops trying to paint my nails. It tastes better than nail polish. Hi, mom. I'm having too much fun in the prison to break us out of here. I'm sorry to my ancestors. I'm having too much fun in the prison to break us out of here. Fuck yeah. That's a snap snapper. Nice. (laughs) It's a great poem. I make like little collages for them and then I put like I put like dumb Instagram songs. So I put like a kids bop version of like (laughs) Fleetwood Mac break the chain. I like them. I think I think they're cool art pieces. I just kids like Bob, that like kids they're for the for like fifty followers on Instagram to like. But the th- what's great of read? They don't even have to change any of the lyrics. Oh, I I think it's just like a weird just like so... it's like it, it's not like kids Bob. It's like um it's like a toy piano. It's just oh, like instrumental toy okay, piano. Okay, I would like actually I would fuck no kill. actual kids Bob would be way better. The, the kids bop version of the chain because uh, they yeah again like it's so vague <laughs> nobody's but just like children singing that song would be really interesting like a children's choir or something like yeah that like, was like, like also that's in the 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 10 year hype cycle that it's coming it's back oh it's absolutely back. that well yeah because remember ryan like, gosling's band using that children's choir well, Christ, Christ Almighty, and Sherry Poppins are bringing it back through Bushwig. They did a number. They closed Bushwig with oh, it. That's with why the children's that, choir. No, what? Not the children. Oh, oh, with with the chain. I thought you meant the chain. Oh no, the chain. No, no you mean the chain is choir. just the chain's yeah. just good. Chain's yeah. just. Uh, that's always been my dream is uh, doing it at karaoke, but it's it's got all the elements of a horrible karaoke song, which is that it's like eight minutes long and there's a five minute bridge mm. with no 
with no singing. <laughs> you just have to pretend you're Lindsay Buckingham. I was at my local bar on Rock a karaoke night yeah. and somebody did it and I was like just like drunk yeah. singing along. Oh, I w- yeah. No, that's – yeah. <laughs> What's like the worst – I feel like the worst I ever bombed at karaoke was uh, singing Hounds of Love. Like It's hard. At in, – in the room, which – and it like traumatized me so I can only do private room from now right. on. You'll get – you'll build back up to it. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta, like, you gotta practice in the private room. That's what I did on Friday. I did private room karaoke with my pals. It was great. Oh, what did you do? Um, oh, we do did. Uh, we did an. Me and Lala, Lala Albert, amazing. Oh artist. yeah. We did. Um, you did a sparks. Where your sparks filled? Uh, yes, we did the one. They only had this town ain't big yes, enough. Yeah. It was. And I and neither of us put it in because it's so passe. But our friend put it in, so it's like okay, so we're gonna do it. <laughs> um and. But we did do an erasure block. We did a block erasure. of like like four erasure songs. Nice. I don't know who um, they are. I don't oh, know why I would, would ask. Heard I don't know. I don't know music. Enough. No, you would. You would know erasure. They. Yeah. Um, oh God, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to sing. I don't want to sing. I yeah, gonna, I will. Sing. I will say if anybody, if anybody young and looking for advice is listening to this podcast right now, make oh, a wow. YouTube playlist of, of your songs yeah. that you want it's, to it's karaoke. It it's comes clutch. in handy because you will forget um, that that you know that one Spanish language Shakira song that you want to struggle through. Um, <laughs> That's delightful. But the. <laughs> Uh, I did um I did Epic by Faith No More. Fuck yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm in my I'm, I'm in my my toxic masculinity phase. <laughs> still. Um I I actually I like doing Maroon 5 songs, but they're actually very difficult. Mm. But they're fantastic karaoke songs cuz they're dumb as shit and everyone knows well, them. Well, when you and I did karaoke once, yeah, you you had some good you had some good clutch picks from your YouTube playlist. It's sure. well, it's uh a if you are wolf. in, if you are a millennial, one? then uh, any Red Hot Chili Pepper song is gonna like. Oh my god, be so a, much fun! So stupid. Yeah, so stupid. But you, you system never... of a down, system of a down oh is so god. much fun. But here's the thing about Red Hot Chili Peppers is that the songs are so like the the singing melody is not any different from the melody of the actual song so you never mm. have to actually know how it goes it just happens exactly it as it's coming song. yeah that's so true and and it's not like <laughs> that's so fucking true dude. yeah they're they're like that's a it's a true karaoke hack is mm. red hot chili pepper <laughs> oh my god wait i was gonna say that um yeah we were like maybe going to talk about Bjork this episode. Oh and yeah, I, I like I wrote that poem because I was so deeply affected by one of her new songs, really, and videos that, I, and I, I had to, and I was trying to synthesize like some of the stuff that we've been talking about mm-hmm. and some of the performances I've been seeing my friends do, and some of the media, like yeah, like Bjork or whatever. Yeah, but. And I was like, oh, I guess I need to like, I guess I'm going to think about the, why this is affecting me so much. And <laughs> so this, this upcoming album, the last one that I really listened to a lot was the divorce one, um, mm. Volnik, Volnikura. Um, and that one was really hard to listen to. Uh, I was like, 
So it was a long time ago. Um, I was still yeah. sad over a breakup, and so it was like, uh, um, mm-hmm. but no, she's she is a genius. That's yeah. what's tough. It's tough when like someone's very successful and also extremely good, and like so much of it is like completely on her own terms. That's yes. like, yeah, like so she's amazing. she's really a producer at yeah. at her heart. Um, well, it it like you know, like. I have like that a similar appreciation around Sparks and mm-hmm. and 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 they're very similar artists in the sense that they they like built up around their own like independent record label and just mm-hmm. kind of like did their own thing kind of inter- internationally. Um mm-hmm. and it's such a cool way to <laughs> I mean, it's great when it works it. out. I mean, maybe, who knows? She's maybe <coughs> maybe a complete fucking psycho in personal No, life, here she's great. Everybody, everybody I kind of I assume know. that she's fine. Yeah. Everybody I know like, has encountered her. Like, she's amazing. <laughs> she's so nice. Yeah, she has a, because the makeup art, I, I'm more oh, familiar yeah. with the makeup artist. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Fantastic. Did It looks kind of like, they're also working together on this album, but I'm not positive. There's like a lot of really deep collaborative. Yeah. I like, like that she, oh my God. And uh, so like I, my peak Bjork was high school era, mm-hmm. um, which was like when Medjola had come out, which mm-hmm. I still, you know, it's probably my favorite Bjork album. Cause that's what we were also talking about before recording was like yeah. that. <laughs> You got you got Bjork pilled at uh, in your thirty yeah at yeah. thirty one and <laughs> which like totally fine hop on anytime because that's one of the nice things is that she's just every album is pretty much good. I love Volta. Volta's so yeah. Good. Volta's great. It's um, so good. But I, I love I loved Medulla, um and and it's got one of those like weird pins on your brain where like you don't even know if something's good if you liked something too much in high school you can't ever tell if it's actually any good yeah when you're older (laughs) yeah i i think it's like i fell for i fell for a lot of the brainwashing of like like um like she talks about this in her podcast the kind of like the way that she was like kind of tossed aside for not Mm -hmm. like doing rock music anymore and like Mm -hmm. by by american press and they just treated her like a freak and and she she finds parallels to herself and kate bush because oh yeah that makes sense yeah was like always like ripped in the press for being like weird for like like oh she wrote a song about laundry look at this broad (laughs) like fuck you (laughs) fuck you you don't know what it's like. Yeah. I was like, I was like the that's quote, woman's only, work. Only girl with three <laughs> brothers, and I was the only one who knew how to do laundry. I was the only one who knew oh. how to wash a fucking oh. dish. I was the only one who like. Wait, really? Yeah, that's really. Evil in my liberal fucking. Oh the god! That fucking Like you know, uh, yeah, and it, there's always like some excuse for it. It's like, yeah. oh, you don't like sports, like so. Yeah, you, <laughs> you're, or like, uh, you're just so oh, much they, better at it than they I mow am. the lawn. So you, you yeah, do exactly. This or whatever. And it's That's, like, uh, <laughs> whatever. I've mowed the lawn before. Like, 
That's why I've always felt like um, guys who are either like outnumbered by sisters or had specifically older sisters, I think tend to be a little more sane uh, because it's true. if you're at, in a position where like um, my thing has always been, if you've had like, uh, if you've been like six and had a 10 year old, like pin you down and fart on your face, then the illusion, the magic of like femininity is gone. <laughs> like, yeah. If you have to watch like, uh, if you have to watch like sisters like arguing about tampons all the time and shit, then like, <laughs> yeah, you have you're you're more based in reality than living just in like fairy town boy world. Yeah, fairy town. We're like, world. I'm just bad at it. Yeah, like, I don't know how to do it. Oh. <laughs> I hate it, dude. But yeah, uh, this woman's but, work. Um, and I would totally say that Bjork got uh, uh, pinned down in the same way Kate Bush did. But what's kind of interesting is that Bjork is, and I think maybe part of her strength as an artist is that she's, uh, she, I think she she is more of a visual artist than Kate Bush is. Uh, and, and I think that's like... Debatable. Kate Bush <laughs> is more of a dancer. Exactly. Yes, I would absolutely agree there. Um, mm. But I think that Bjork, for me, or maybe it's just because I tend to like her visuals, like she goes mm. in in these kind of crazier directions. Um, and I, I think it's it's like even when I was kind of like, I'm beyond Bjork, like, okay, whatever. Um, I still have a lot of respect for the visuals that she puts in. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I definitely like. I liked the sugar cubes. I'm like, I yeah. liked like, I had you know, I yeah, had yeah. a music industry dad. Like, I liked good. Yeah. Like, I liked music, but I think I was just indoctrinated into like a lot of rock music. And then I, um, like, like I liked kind of. I feel like all like the kind of like Xerox of a Xerox of an art art <laughs> pop star of art time was Karen O and the has whoa and I loved yeah. them and I would I would follow them around when they would tour in New York and oh my God. like I I loved that shit I ate it up um I don't know I the pitchfork like, era I, uh listen to kitchfork also podcast <laughs> recommendation of art and labor uh, uh, Kitchfork is is about it's by our friend Liz uh, Bryerson. Oh, Liz Bryerson. Uh, Ryerson. Liz Ryerson. And I should know that. Um, <laughs> she's been on the show before. Yes. Um, and but uh, a critical critical look at the two thousands indie scene. Uh, fantastic, God. fantastic work. Yeah, I like, can't go back there. Like it's, it's like. <laughs> I can't go back I'm, there. I'm dreading the day that they do an album or they do an episode on Ease, the Joanna Newsom album. Oh my god! I like. Wow. I never. I never. But had yeah, Newsom they got to do the what was their big? What was the Yeah Yeah Yeah's big album at that time? Fever to Tell. That's right. Yeah, I was or never. Maybe, yeah, maybe the other one was bigger. I don't know. Yeah. For me, it was Fever to Tell. That was the mm -hmm. one that really hooked me. Like. I was so obsessed. I was so obsessed with the fucking Spike Jones music videos. Oh yeah. 
yeah. of like all the all those bands during that time. Like, <laughs> I was just I was super deep in the um, <laughs> the like the freak folk like oh indie God. lo-fi uh it's cottage core but with american oh apparel oh and a side sweep bang um, i'm lucky a- I, I was not like america I, I i was against american apparel i was too much of a punk I, good I <laughs> and you like, should be there's <laughs> an insane photo of like me as a, a teenager at the mccarran park pool oh. um <laughs> With Dan Deacon, like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like wearing a gimp mask. I look insane. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, a, I was like a different person. Every photo, <laughs> yeah, of you as a teen, I like really respect it because the thing is, it's hard to wild out like that when you're an adult. No, yeah, I'm and like- and you and when you're a teenager, you think that, oh my god, I can't look crazy, right? It's so oh, important it, for yeah. me to not look crazy, but actually it's the only time. <laughs> I think I needed to look crazy because I couldn't like, I you couldn't, couldn't look cope. the way you wanted to. I couldn't cope yeah, with like not could, looking yeah. the way I wanted to. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, if I have to be, if I have to be a girl, I'm going to be insane. So. I'm going to be the worst <laughs> fucking girl you've ever seen in your whole life. I'm going to be a fucking oh. psycho. <laughs> Why don't I wear six skirts at once? How do you like that? It was for me. It was layering tights. I would layer. Yes, I would. Yes. I would fishnet buy layers. like different f- colored fishnet yeah, tights. That's and tight. Them. That's cool. I just <laughs> I just dress like an old lady. I was cottagecore. I was cottagecore. It was horrible. Mm. It was such an affect. It was evil. I was evil. Don't be. <laughs> I'll all be we all have the capability of being evil nature's bad everybody (laughs) (laughs) well bjork says that i mean there's um, but 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 bjork's nature is different from even the like little gremlin tiktok i'm a god she's very cognizant of of eco-fascism like she she talks she was talking about like how it's not a return to nature it's a like building a future with nature yes that i can get yeah and that was also because uh one of my favorite songs of hers is from that mudula album and it's the one that she did for the 2008 olympics in beijing oh my god and it's called oceania and so it's a song about humans from the perspective from the of the ocean Right? So it's good. It's I'm very so good. It's a really, <laughs> yeah, wa- go check out the performance to that because, you know, I mean, any, uh, man, fucking the the opening ceremonies and stuff in the 2008 Beijing Olympics, something else. Um, yeah. And well, I feel like, like yeah, you're, you're definitely going to like the new yeah. stuff. Oh, I know I'll like it. It's more just like sometimes she's like hitting on stuff like very yeah she's she's uh well it's that a lot like her work has gotten more emotionally complex as she's aged which is like normal but like because she like you said she's so on her own terms mm-hmm. it's it's more resonant it's not like Gwen Stefani making cool and it's like isn't it fun that like I can be friends with yes. my ex kind of thing but 
like even no, that get, is like much more mature than most like a lot yeah, of totally. like i mean more mature than a lot of madonna stuff oh my god well madonna like, is a kid forever. but she yeah she that's what's kind of cool about her but she also has that really good song about like having a baby oh the, cool. nothing really that. matters huh. and it's just all about like i was a dumb selfish bitch and now that i have you my child literally all I want to do is take care of you and love you. And you're the only thing in the whole world that like, which is great. Yeah. That, you know, people are capable of a lot. I, I get, but I get very like arrested by um, like really mature mm-hmm. artists that mm-hmm. are just so honed in on their craft and yeah. just making like, like that shit is like, and it's not Frank Stella making iPad drawings. No, it's fucking not. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no, it's not. That show made me want to vomit oh, at the Whitney Lord. like five years ago. <laughs> Terrible. I hated that show. It I haven't. <laughs> People can't just hand an iPad off to these oh, older know. artists. There, there's a there's an i like a Gerhard Richter iPad show that I also <sighs> fucking hated. There is a oh god, I'm trying to, there was like a couple of like ones like that. Well, my one yeah. my one woman like soapbox truly is uh I would just want to like I just want to drop kick the person who gave the ElfQuest artist an iPad, uh, Wendy Peeney, and she started oh, doing no. all of the comics digitally, but she never, like, so that's my, I think I, I own the hashtag legally, uh, hashtag download Wendy Peeney a brush pack. Somebody get oh, Wendy Peeney a fucking brush pack because she's using a hard round with the jitteriest settings. Yeah, it's like I can get, I can deal, flare. like if it's, if it's, if it's um, better for your wrist or like if it's better for whatever. Just like, I mean, at a certain, I am actually slightly becoming a little uh, procreate, uh, what would you say, saturated, you know, the fake yeah. crayon texture. But definitely, yeah. Y- yeah, but I agree with that. There's so much you can do digitally that isn't just a fake crayon or. Um, a bad webcomic from 2002. <laughs> Not a good webcomic from 2002, like I would look at. Uh, but- Tales Controlled is a brilliant comic of our time. Um, I, like, yeah, anti Frank Stella iPad Pro Tales Controlled. Yeah. I'm pro all of the 8-bit uh, sprite comics, the sprite comic genre form. <laughs> I haven't been to a fucking gallery or museum in fucking months. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, same, yeah. But I, I don't know. I've been trying. I've been trying to experience the art, but oh it, well, we have to. Yeah. Uh, this is accountability. So we're saying it on the podcast, okay. we have to get you in IMAX for Avatar. Okay, gotta get me an before <laughs> before it's too late and they take away Avatar One from the IMAX again. Oh, fuck, you're right. When can we do that? Let's do it next week. I'm doing. I'm going to the Josie and the Pussycat screen. Can we, do that? <laughs> we can do a double feature. Yeah, double. Let's do it <laughs> next Friday. <laughs> it's on the second. The Michael DeForge is hosting it. 
It's oh, on the second. online. No, it's not online. It's oh. he's he's doing a tour. He's in oh, town. Oh shit! Shout out to Michael. Oh my God. On Sunday night. Yeah. Well, maybe we could do. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> do you want to sleep over at my house? No, God, I work yeah. Sundays and Mondays. oh right, you work Sundays. <laughs> anyway, we'll figure it out. God, um, <laughs> we can't do anything. It's okay. <laughs> also, Monday's my birthday, so. Oh, that's right. Or October fucking birthday. I know. It's Do you want to hang out on Monday night? Do you want to come to the city? I don't know. I we're like making plans. I think on the I'll phone. be yeah. <laughs> and you're all invited um, to come see IMAX. That, that would our, be honestly. Fantastic. We should just invite. We should do like a. We're doing. We're going to this. We should post it on Twitter. And be like, this is the screening we're going to. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. I like. <laughs> As astute listeners of the pod will know, because uh, I, I, I say it with pride, I saw Avatar five times in theaters when it came out. I'd seen it zero times. I just kept going. Whenever somebody would say they hadn't seen it, I'd say, let's go. Let's go now. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we, have to, okay, we have to find it. It's a pure spectacle. Good. I don't know if I talked about watching nope but i feel like a fool for having watched nope on my dinky little 27 inch yeah me and lucia went to the theater yeah but it wasn't imax and apparently it was shot in imax i feel like even a theater would be fine but like it was pretty good it was pretty cool yeah i think surround sound it's a sound movie i love spectacle i fucking love it it's 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 the best it's 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 really neat that movie is like, oh, that's neat. It's like a <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs> it's like not like that profound. Like it's like <laughs> I I do have a little bit of the um you know when you can kind of feel yourself being an old fart. Um I feel that way about like the death of the movie theater and how you know it's very important to sit into the experience in the dark where you can't do anything else and like that's what i i love when hollywood awards like a movie where they go to the movies in the movie (laughs) (laughs) yes yes we must promote but whenever i get like that i start thinking like i mean first of all people are already making movies to be seen on like if anyone ha- wants to see a movie that is literally made to be watched on a computer, it's unfriended, which I saw in theaters, which was weird. <laughs> I have not seen that movie. It's like a crappy, it was from that like paranormal activity era of like oh God, I've seen any super of that. cheap horror movies, but unfriended takes place entirely as a screen on a computer. God, that's so boring. And no, it's good. It's good. And they're cycling through their apps. I don't want to watch someone cycle through their apps. No, but it's good. It's good. Trust me. Um, uh, well, I mean, it's an interesting it's concept for a movie. For yeah, sure. exactly. Um, it's a movie for a computer. So that that's like, Oh, that okay. would be fun. Okay, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I saw it in theaters, yeah. but it was I was like, oh, I should have just watched, watched it on this on a computer. That's and, funny. Yeah. Uh, so check that out. But so, you know, one, of course, like people are going to be making movies and making profound statements about whatever medium is popular at the time. But also it's like, like I always think about uh, apparently like Andy Warhol got like very pissed when, I don't know, not IFC or basically that like the art house movie theaters in the 60s started putting subtitles on 
and it used to be you would go see a foreign movie and there were no subtitles and you just had to watch the movie <laughs> and and deal and so Andy Warhol had this whole thing of like oh, it's just like completely fucking with the experience you know like Oh it's God. so distracting. You got to just like, you should just go see the movie and watch the movie <laughs> and not understand anything. <laughs> I mean, it's a, yeah, it, I, I, I <laughs> like it, it does like split the experience. Like it's like yeah. there are people who experience it one way and another, the subs versus dubs. <laughs> yeah well and i feel like i have i've had friends who are pretty dyslexic and so it's like oh i can't they gotta watch the dub yeah well i always i partly i watch sub because i like i'm very aware that like i think if i understood japanese i would understand how like how and when voice acting was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> In anime. <laughs> it's true. You can really tell. And you can really tell when you understand like, the language and that's what happens. Well, yeah. Well, jobs. let's mention fucking the voice actors at Crunchyroll have been like trying to unionize and they're just, they're solidarity. Yeah. They're fucking, they're just trying to like hire new people yeah. and like pretend it's all fine and mm -hmm. like just like posting through it. And it's like, fuck you guys. Yeah. And they were like, they're like bought by some other big company. Like it's like a fucking mess. And then you look at like their offices. Their offices are like a no, go fucking off. nightmare. Go off, King. They're a nightmare. They are like this like cubicle orientalism too. Like the like insane like fake. Like it it's looks Sakura like Sakura Con two thousand nine. Okay, this is very. It's like yeah, it looks like the Splatoon village oh. but like oh. worse and uh, <laughs> like a, a dvd menu from 2009 and like <gasps> no ugh, like a if a funko pop was a place <laughs> that's the country roll office and you gotta yeah they should protest that <laughs> i mean yeah Although here's uh, yeah. the thing, I will say, you, we all laugh. Um, if if anybody is looking to organize their workplace, a really great way to get started is not to have the conversation about we should all getting paid more, even though you all do feel that way. A really good thing to start out with is like, hey, we really hate uh, this like decor object or something, or like we need a fan <laughs> rally point, a rally point, rally point around something stupid and small that if all of you agree to it, there's no real reason for them be like, we want to use the bathroom that's in the offices, not the one down the hall. Well, and that's if, kind of what the rail yeah. workers are, are like upset about. Cause like they, mm -hmm. they, they've, they like tried to con concede to them by like, paying them more mm -hmm. but they're like no we it's not about it's not really about getting paid more it's yeah. about i can't take a sick day to watch yeah. the birth of my child yeah. so like and there's a lot of like more important quality of life totally. things yeah. than just payment well that was like with um god it was i think it was literally five maybe five years ago now the uh the nurses strike or maybe that was 2019 i can't remember um it's either 2017 or 2019 where you know 
you had you had this like massive like, like Minnesota stuff. No, no, in New York. Um, oh, New York. New oh. York. There was almost a nurses' strike because, um, it and it really was just about that they needed to hire more nurses and that mm-hmm. if you're like they got a new contract, their union kind of pussied out on them um, mm-hmm. and, and they do. did a backroom deal and. So, like, they got these pay improvements and they got, like, some benefit, you know, like, just paltry stuff. But the real problem and the reason that, like, 90% of the nurses were willing to go on strike at that point was just because they were being given – they were being responsible for, like, an insane number of patients, like, over six, like, (laughs) like, keeping six different people alive. And then COVID happened and they're, like – And then COVID – yeah, exactly. And so now the problem in nursing now is is this really bizarre thing where like they'll the only way you can make money now is as a travel nurse. Um and so you get paid a so all these hospitals are paying mm. for like not mercenary nurses, but just like more freelance style nurses, right? Because they can't organize, and then treating their yeah. actual because all the nurses. hospitals have been McKinseyed to fucking shit, exactly. So all they give a yeah. shit about is like the the like squeezing mm-hmm. everything, everything they're worth, so that they can have better executive pay. It's and it's really about executive wrong. pay because they're not actually saving money. I mean, no. none of the healthcare system actually no. like is effective or yep. <laughs> like cost effective in any sense. Um, it's so evil. But yeah, it's it, one it's of those unique things. evil. Those the, yeah, the, the uniquely business evil consulting yeah. shit is a unique evil. It's a it's it's a part of the deep state. <laughs> 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 Sorry, it's true. <laughs> it's true that's like it's the dark fucked. it's fucked that's like the dark yeah consulting is the dark arts that like how do you even get your hands on that you have like, to be so evil you have to really <laughs> you gotta be so evil um yeah i'm i'm sick of like shit crumbling i'm sick of like yeah like i can't get a doctor's appointment at my clinic anymore like my extremely well-funded yeah. trans-specific historic Fuck. clinic can't do fucking shit it's so inept it's so broken yeah. they go through people like tissues yeah they like you know we're incapable of taking care of ourselves in some of the best funded mm-hmm. conditions and it's because of these fucking consulting companies getting in the ear of the people in charge. I mean, and I would taking control of the, the business. I would and imagine making it a business instead of a service. Yeah. I would imagine there is also just in general like an influx of trans people to like oh, all, all con- constant. always constant. constant but yeah. I mean, I think like it, New York uh, import yeah. trans people. Um, it, it's I'm, I'm sure our friends at Death Metal. A lot to say about that <laughs> in their book. <laughs> Read their they're book. Like, they're very yeah, smart. They're they're smart. Yeah, bees. Actually they just smart. they're just like academics. Yeah. They they have time to to do a lot. They they work. And they're working. hard workers and yes. and they are smart. Uh, but that's Listen not what you show. clicked on this podcast. No, on our on our podcast, we're incapable 
of here i'm just gonna t- list you 20 off. brain cells we yeah, got 19 uh have, are we an hour 18 of them yeah. are working 18 w- one of them is playing a video game and one of them is doing this show so. i i i almost i had a glass of water uh and almost just poured some tequila in it before recording because <laughs> i was like you know i've only got like five serotonin molecules so it's not it's like not worth it to put an effort <laughs> into anything i've been i've been like i've been in my burner stage i'm on, i'm in my stoner stage i'm in my toxic masculinity <laughs> stage i'm like you're wearing like, tie-dye i love wearing tie-dye yeah. i love wearing big a big stupid hat or scarf on right. my head yeah i love you should be a scarf dude yeah i mean like, like a I skinny am. scarf that's a very evil oh god um, that's that's a um uh, never mind anyway no i'm like um, too fat i'm i do i'm like i'm like jolly kind of jovial <laughs> stoner yeah like that's who i am and yeah. It's it it's the way I have to be post COVID especially, but like you know I've been drinking a lot more. Like I go like I have to like go I like oh. I go out and hang, but I hang out with my friends. You know, yeah. like I, mean, I can't. Yeah. I wish I can't I cope could with working this more. much. You're working too much. <laughs> I'm like I like. What am I gonna like go home and then like work on arts? I'm like, no, I can't. I can't. I can't think anymore. I don't want to think gotta, anymore. You gotta like start just killing a plant in every single possible way. Like yeah, well. this basil plant I'm holding up that I think I broke today because I just hit it and it broke in half and I had to make a splint. Just eat it, dude. No. Make make that into a caprese and fucking eat it. No, that's that's. I buy the basil to eat. I'm trying to develop. I'm trying to Stardew Valley like mm-hmm. five different basil plants so I can have a continuous, you know, supply eventually. Yes, but you got to work your way up. Yeah, I was I, I was not able to take care of my plants very well this year. I'm oh, normally yeah. better at it. Yeah, I'm I'm dog shit. But um, yeah, like I said, I'm in my I'm my brain's overloaded can't i think i take care of my cat i can't take care of the plants i think uh yeah you enter phases of i think that there's a pretty normal as especially as an artist times when like you're feeding and times when you're shitting (laughs) yeah so you need a you need a period where you're just kind of collecting information um Yes, I'm working on it, and I'm, and I'm putting it into my little poems. And you are you are shitting something out. It does come. That's one of the one of the horrible things about being an artist um, is that technically everything is research. No, it's true. It's a great yeah, way to justify bad habits. Um, but here's here's what mm. I think. We could. Mm. Mm. I have. I have a Twitter account that I haven't updated in two years. Um, oh right, we have to get back to the Halloween stuff because I, I, I don't remember because do I had an idea. Yeah, you have an idea. I had an idea that I forgot about. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it'd be much easier than doing Z Man. I could just, I could yeah, just, I could just wing this. But then I forgot, and I forgot to write it down. So I'll just like go through. If you want to follow, I don't know. No, yeah. What's wait? What is the account? It, the account like, is I, called. I was trying to find it before. H. Ween is coming up. Like Halloween is coming up. And it's on Twitter? 
It's on Twitter. I made it because I kept having really good ideas for, oh my God, there's like six posts on here. Are you fucking kidding me? Each tweet is coming up. I just favorited your tweet about it. Great. And is coming up. um, Oh, Chairman Kaga is such a good one. This is a good one. I think that you could be Chairman Kaga. Oh my God. It'd be so That would be another very difficult one. It's Um, not difficult. I have the clothes for it. (laughs) I have leather gloves. I have like a cape. I have like a, a flashy jacket. And as I long can, as you gotta have the bell pepper, just carry a bell pepper around. The, it's not that is right? that is a really good idea. I think that would be a good one for you. Um, <laughs> next good one would be a money candle from the uh, from the store. You know, <laughs> money candle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's actually so smart i was like i was very galaxy brained about halloween costumes for a couple of years and uh 2017 sarah defunct sarah account is so <laughs> the first post which i still like honestly i i want someone else to do this but also i still want to do it which is the chick from the brood um, oh the chick from the brood so funny. A, a Cronenberg themed night coming as a chicken. Yes. Well, because one of my favorite oh. Halloween costumes I ever did was the TV from Videodrome. Oh, so good. And I made like a cardboard front as the TV so and then a and kind of made a pillow basically. Oh my and god. Then drew lips on the pillow and it's Debbie Harry's that scene where he oh smushes his face into He's the got shells. Yeah. I love Cronenberg. <laughs> I, I was actually gonna bring him up earlier when we were talking about like aged artists that are like thinking about oh aging in like really brilliant ways and like, i actually so <gasps> i still need to see uh crimes of the future um i i had the pleasure last week of introducing a a young artist to the work of david cronenberg you're doing god's work huh you're doing god's work i'm doing god's work i because because uh she had like we were talking about this assignment she was doing about, uh, and it, it was very like everybody else's assignment was very like kind of politically charged. And then she made her response to the assignment was about like pumpkin spice lattes. And, oh my God. and I was saying that's great. And that like the banal is extremely important and you can get extremely far with it. And I was like, you know, David Cronenberg, any, interview you you uh listen to him he's just this extremely mild-mannered canadian guy um and he is obsessed with the banal and that's like where like you gotta you gotta like go into the wormhole of boring and then come out into body horror uh but she was like oh i don't even know who that is and i'm canadian The other thing on this account, poker data. Now that there's doing some a good specific, ones. Doing a specific scene from a beloved show, like that's a cosplay trick. Exactly. When 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 a Kim and I used outfit. to yeah. cosplay at the anime cons, the we we episode. would do we would do Death Note. We do yeah. Light and yeah. L, and we do like the tennis scene. <laughs> <laughs> 
like we'd get like we got like the handcuffs and we were like handcuffed together like, you guys rock that's so cool it's really good <laughs> but yeah i miss halloween i miss i also miss um like lower east side halloween oh, vibes yeah. like oh you my know god the Halloween store is like gone, kind of. Like, I guess there's like a big exists- one on the Yeah, fourth? it kind of exists in some like skeletal form. Oh, like, the no. gothic part yeah. of it is still there. But it's like, it's everything good. That's it's an gone. institution. It's true. Specifically everything on Fourth and Third Avenue. Yeah. Like St. Um, Mark's. Like, that St. Yeah, Mark's. Yeah, the St. Mark's is gone. It's insane oh, there now. Right. The vibes are so bad. Yeah, ever since it blew up, it hasn't been the same. <laughs> Yeah, ever since, since there was the huge exploded. gas explosion next to the pump freights, it's been all fucked up. <laughs> I always think about like uh, a, a, a two people died in that explosion, and one Insane. of them was was uh, a, just a guy who was working in that ramen place. It's so fucked up. People, yeah, people were just, like, "Well, that's the fuck dying at your job." Scum. Landlords are fucking scum. Yeah, Developers evil. are scum. Yeah. They're the same class. I don't care if you're a small-time landlord. The yeah. small-time landlords don't do repairs. It's they don't bad, do shit. Yeah. They let the buildings fall apart, and people die. Like they're evil. Yeah. They're evil. Yeah. <laughs> the the Lori side, like it closes at like eleven. Everything closes at like ten or eleven. No. Yes, dude. Yes, dude. I was there for oh, shout out to Barbarian. That movie is really good. Me and uh uh Chris and Andrea and um uh Matt, Machine Girl Matt, we all watched it. It was it was so fun. Um and um it, it yeah, wild ride. But then yeah, like like going around that neighborhood like it, like you know, we watched it in like the new Essex Market building. Oh, that place is <sighs> creepy. Evil. Bad vibes. Creepy. Did Insane you go to the basement? Uh, I I saw the basement from the street level. It's so it bizarre. Looks really stupid. Yeah. I visited. I was walking. The- I was like going around. Yeah. Checking out the Target. That's right over there. The saddest, smallest Target you've ever seen in your entire life. <sighs> well, I remember because I, I was working on 12th and B mm-hmm. and they opened up the CBGB's themed target oh. like right there. <laughs> I've been in that I've been in that one it's fucked up it's so stupid what the fuck <laughs> everything's fucked dude we lost like like we lost we didn't we didn't we carry on like or or it just, the, I mean, the it- old coalitions here's what really happened the old coalitions of the Lower East Side died out yeah. were bought out by rent control don't no longer had a stake no longer like the the yeah. colleges are being mckinsified um they're they're no longer like these activating places where like we can like i mean they, maybe they never have like the colleges like nyu've done fucked up yeah a lot of i it. think that there there have <laughs> been call it like um uh, 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 that colleges that were specifically defunded, especially like state schools that were specifically defunded because they were yeah. places, they were sites of radicalization. Yeah, yeah. The um, you know the CUNY Grad Center. There's a reason why every CUNY, Marxist group meets example. at the fucking CUNY. Grad yeah, Center. yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, and 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 even that coalition Wasn't, couldn't couldn't keep yeah. CUNY free. You know, yeah. 
and yeah. they're they're trying to bring it back and that there's some gains that are happening there but like it needs to happen because like that's the type of meaningful coalitions that keep a neighborhood together and that's you know why i'm so deeply interested in ridgewood and my role in that neighborhood and like um people like me's role in that neighborhood and like <laughs> although i can say like from my own it's hard like being being from austin there was this massive it was like the keep austin weird thing which was stupid because for one it we stole it from portland they started right. it yeah um they did start it. frauds fuck austin um but it also and like i totally played into this as a teenager like this whole era of like don't move to austin um stop like don't worry like hey you love austin don't move here um and that doesn't work it it there has like, to be a different approach like 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 the, the la tenants like- union has like good lines about this and yeah. they're, they're like a very well thought out union and like they have like they have like a very rich coalition because of it because it's not like pointing the blame at any one like fucking individual for like um yeah. being like you know because you you can't you have to develop a, a position outside of yimby and nimby like there's right there is another way exactly there is another way yeah um uh, expropriation is the, <laughs> is the, <laughs> the key forward. word. We're looking Literally, for. that's the way forward. Like <laughs> in Ireland, there's a radical group that um, literally liberates homes. I mean, LA, there's a group that does this too. But yeah, that it breaks just, locks. I, yeah, you know, breaks locks, gives it to houseless folks. Yeah. Like that's what it is. That's what it takes. That's what. That's the type of nerve you need to have. Mm-hmm. Like. And people aren't ready to have that nerve. And yeah, that, but okay, and, and I'm having until fun. they do. I'm having fun in my cage. I know. I'm having fun in the prison too, and I don't want to leave. And it is really fun here. So I totally get it. Um, uh, but um, the when, you know, the prison is there's no longer a speakeasy in the prison. Yeah. It's no longer like now the prison's like kind of fucked up. The vibes are wrong. Um, Kim's video is gone. Not been the same since Kim videos left. It, that was I the first straw. Since I couldn't play my little videos <laughs> on my VHS. Uh, I mean, things have been really okay, hard I, ever I, since uh, St. Mark's Cheese Shop closed. Uh, where it, it, was a, it was a minimum, you had to order at least a quarter pound of something. I said they were this fucking around. Okay, I'm sorry. I've said this on Twitter twice now, but like. I need to say it here too. Yeah. Cooper Union deserves to burn for taking Village Yokocho <laughs> from us. Like, straight up. Like, it's not fair. It's not fair. And it's- burn, burn it to the ground until it's just, it's, uh, did you know that the Cooper Union is built out of I beams because Peter Cooper invented Ooh. the I beam? Um, anyway, Ugh. the. <laughs> Did you know I, that uh, Cooper Union leases the fucking yeah? Did you it, know, did you know that the Cooper Union leases not the Chrysler Building the, the M- land that the, the Chrysler Building it. sits on? The Chrysler Building rents to exist on the land, and like I mean, with the Chrysler Building, it's like I don't really feel bad for the person um, who's no. trying to squeeze the Chrysler Building's balls, but 
Um, I don't feel great about Village Yokocho or Ponya or Sunrise Mart or St. Mark's Books and the, because uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's part of like, I mean, this is also me uninformed, haven't kept up with the school in a really, really long time, but, um, the historical pattern that they had for a very long time when they were just kind of frittering away the endowment was Mm. that Cooper Union owned a lot of different properties um, and they just kept selling them to make money for the school. They had like a whole area in like New Jersey and little bits here and there. Um, And so a lot of, and they were considering selling the land that the Chrysler building was on in order to like make up this money which wouldn't have I don't even think worked um but uh and so I can see where they're like and this is again where things get complicated and you have to you have to be willing to say like okay you know I I am a believer in the the idea of the Cooper Union obviously full full scholarship model Mm -hmm. like CUNY it's transformative yep um it changes the way that you're educated. It changes the kind of people who want to go there. It changes the kind of people who want to work there. Like, uh, and it, it like I tell people, you know, it's a cult, but like, it's not a, it's not a terrible cult. <laughs> it's like, not, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's, I went to Jamaica. I went to the, um, this place in Jamaica that's run by a cult. It's like a vegan cafe. Um, I was going to say, yeah, like a co-op yeah. <laughs> vegan cafe kind of thing. It's like, it's a cult. Housing works. Ugh. It's a cult. But yeah, like, exactly. I mean, housing works. Maybe we'll get to talk about housing works. I would Who love knows? to talk about the, how they uh, busted their union. Fuck housing works. Yeah, exactly. So um, so I can I can see this logic that, you know, the Cooper Union has like, oh, we got to like, well, this consulting company told us that we should do it to, and they're like, oh, it's worth it because like, we have to keep the school up and running exactly how it is. And mm-hmm. this was also at the time when I was um, there when like my senior year was when they wouldn't even come out and really say that they wanted to implement tuition we had to kind of wring that out of them for a year um and (sighs) and so we couldn't even really like all the protests and the big protests that happened were like a year a year and a half after like the kind of slow continual like pressure people had been trying to put on them um but uh uh, they they one of the proposals at the time was like to build a, a grad school that would be tuitioned and then that right. would like insulate the undergrad program and it's like just as fucked up like yeah. like it's it's like a tiered system it's like exactly it, it's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah and so it's you can't necessarily like do these weird shitty shady things mm-hmm. like landlordism in order to um you know, have this thing that, that also, that is good, like, but it does matter how you get that money. And, uh, you can't like go down, you can go infinitely down that rabbit hole. Cause like the Cooper union has only been possible because of like the endowment is from Andrew Carnegie. 
you know, um, blood money. It's all blood money. Peter Cooper was an inventor, but, uh, like uh, also just. Well, yeah. Isn't the thing too is like they like yes, it's tuition free, but like they have dorms and the do- and they charge for the dorms. Right? Oh yeah, those dorms were fucking expensive. Yeah, I'm sure they were almost. They were like almost. They were almost more than if you were just living in an apartment in the East Village. So stupid. Like I remember, yeah. Like I remember, a couple of people just moved out of the dorms that second yeah. semester because they were like, I'd rather just live in an apartment with like yeah. an oven. Totally. <laughs> like, it's insane. Yeah. yeah, I had friends who did that too. Like, it's, yeah. like, I mean, I did that at Pet Purchase even. Dorms suck. Yeah. Learn how to <laughs> learn how to sign. Uh, um, learn how to get a lease, guys. Yeah, figure it out. I, yeah, I. But yeah, I mean, uh, R.I.P. Everything. Yeah, everything's fucking. Because like, they yeah, didn't I, I came get to relocate, of, right? There were a couple of other things. I think they they're talking about to. it, but yeah. they haven't opened yet. Yeah. Um, Angel's egg is gone. Like all that yeah. shit's gone. Like, um, like I came out of Bowery Ballroom mm-hmm. yesterday for the, the They Might Be Giants flood show anniversary show. You went to a They Might Be Giants show yesterday. Yeah, I did. But we didn't talk about that at all. No, I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's like what? It's like my seventh time seeing them or something. Like, I've seen them so many times. Like, <laughs> and it's like, I'm not even like a nerd about it. Like, that's, I was hanging that's out. That's Sparks with, for with... Babies. <laughs> no, no. I mean, they're their own thing. It's your. Sparks doesn't that's... have an accordion. It's... <laughs> anyway, you were walking out Bowery Ballroom and seeing that they might be Giants show. Yeah, and it's fucking raining, and I'm like, okay, like my friend from out of town will go get a slice of pizza, New York pizza, and the place said it was open till midnight, and it wasn't. It was it was closing at like ten thirty. Oh, everywhere was closing at ten thirty, and then I was like, wait, we're on the same block as San Loco. I guess we can just go to San Loco, and San Loco came through so hard. I'm like. like <laughs> It made me like I was freaking out. Like I was literally like, everything's different. I'm upset. Where Punjabi's closed at at ten? What is going on? Oh, no, okay, like, I serious, thought you had said Punjabi was. Cl- okay, it 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 doesn't. It's not open past ten, which is That's insane. So wild. And I was just like, I'm I'm disoriented. I don't know where I am. Blue stockings is gone. Like nothing's <laughs> like. like but then I was like, I felt I was like so instantly grounded by going to San Loco, which I haven't but, been. I haven't been in San Loco in like ten years. Same, and, yeah, barely a foggy memory. Barely a foggy memory, honestly. But I, I, I was like so grounded, and I, and it, I was like transported to when I would like go there, like every like at least once a month like, but here's uh, the thing it's just you can't get like we can't get too like uh you can't you can't get too old head about it no the I good know. spots are around they're not in the lower east side they're not I in bushwick that. i know they're not that. even in ridgewood anymore i know I, some of them are in ridgewood um, no, ridgewood is on the up if anything bushwick's on the down oh man like somebody they, they close little skiffs like, like where which one? The the the, the main, main one? The, yeah, the one in 
Bushwick. They yeah. closed it. And I think it, then it became that <laughs> nightclub that had an arsonist. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and then. And that's where I get what? too old head because when Little Skips opened over there, I was like, neighborhood's over. <laughs> little Skips. Yeah, for sure. It was fun. You're selling coffee Skips. for more than 75 cents in Bushwick. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I want a I want a tiny paper cup with but eight suckers in it. There's like, something just so away. like it's like the you know like um hot hostile the opposite of hostile architecture <laughs> yeah. is cosmic architecture. What? Yeah, to is me. Is that a real term? No, I made it up. Oh. I'm doing theories. <laughs> Speak on it, brother. I think that cosmic architecture is it grounds you like it's not just about like the stupid business because i'm sure it probably sucks to work for san loco the lady there yeah she was like kind of new and she she seemed fine and she was in a good mood because it is a nice vibe there all of the fucking locals are there and they're all weirdos they look like me or like respectful and they're or they're wearing like you know the Rick and Morty hype beast outfits. Like yes, they, yeah. everybody looks yeah. great. <laughs> everybody looks like a New Yorker. And I'm just like, I'm home. This is my home. <laughs> Wearing my tie dye. They might be giants shirt. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, I just felt like grounded. I just felt like I'm like, something is still here. And the, yeah. and I used to think that the tacos were too expensive, but now because of inflation, it's actually a good price. Because they kept it the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I bought a shirt and the shirt is really cool. <laughs> it's like a fake Arkham. <laughs> um, it's very extremely the dregs of Lower East Side culture in there. Yeah. I But like something I feel like... Yeah, we, I, it, it's kind of like getting too nostalgic about like Times Square porno stuff. Yeah, well, I'm a I'm a Sam Delaney yeah. uh, acolyte. Like I, yeah. I because it's it's feet. just like it's never like there's no light at the end of that tunnel. Yeah, well, there's a lot of like <laughs> hedonism and fun, and no, I like no, no, the no, no. I like, like the I'm prison. Not no, 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 no. The not the <laughs> Not the actual hedonism of of Times Square porn, just the like ah fuck like I fucking hate Times like it used to be a porno like that was well, a porno I, theater yes, that was I a porno agree. and if you get too like because obs- I feel it too whenever I go to mm. East Village and I don't recognize anything um I you know I, you gotta like stop and remind yourself like okay well the East Village that I saw was a totally watered down version of the person who had moved there 10 years before me. And like, there's no, like those places are always going to eventually close, you know? Well, that's because they don't have a militant um, (laughs) fucking movement. But even like neighborhood, I do feel that even, even after the revolution, um, like places will change and neighborhoods will shift and like, not businesses, but like mm. vegan cafe co-ops will come and go because they will inevitably have their own drama that makes them completely fall apart. 
Well, not if they're truly expropriated into in proletarianism. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like, we can't even imagine. But the like, culture I've that been would to. Exist. There are restaurants that are like the. I mean, yeah. It, you can't be like. Yeah, you can't actually anticipate what a post-capitalist world would look like. Well, that's or a why I like the restaurant. I like the analogy of like the neighborhood is a prison, and it's like how fun is the prison? <laughs> um, because it is a prison and it is like a um it's like, true my friend's dad hasn't gone above 14th <laughs> in decades probably and like and, and and for now it's like it's like kind of this like agreed upon like set of norms of the people who live in this particular area like that's what a neighborhood is um but a like a, a truly like proletarianized neighborhood or world, like I, I I can't even really imagine what type of like liberatory culture that would produce. Yeah, I mean, luckily we don't have to because everybody gets to make that decision together. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. Yeah, we don't know what it'll look me. like, and we don't necessarily need a rock solid plan because it's never been tried before. Um, right. But I, I think like. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe just to like end on a slightly like optimistic note. Uh, it's mm. you know if a place has been around, if a if like a restaurant specifically, if it stays around too long, then it becomes a theme park. You know, yes. that's the way it yep. ends up surviving. Cats Deli, which sucks. Yep, honestly, you're so right. And um. And then it's like, come and live in our prison. Come live in it's our prison. Here. Like, come to the food tour. <laughs> We're going to make the Museum of Markets, which is what the term, <laughs> the theoretical oh. term that we've developed on art and labor over the year is the Museum oh. of Markets. <laughs> the New Essex Market, the one that Google owns, and the Chelsea Market. And when they were going to make, I wonder if that ever actually happened. They were going to make an Austin themed um, food truck park in downtown Brooklyn. And I literally, it was like, this is the thing that will make me leave New York. <laughs> and then instead, it just took my entire life falling apart instead uh, and, and reconstituting itself in Westchester. <laughs> That's Which the future. The, the greatest. The greatest trick the devil ever came up with was Westchester. was Westchester. It's as expensive as New York, with and everything is shitty and closes at nine p.m. Like, well, that's I, what that's what's happening to New York. They're turning New York <laughs> yeah, into fucking Westchester. Like, that's what's happening because and, we're oh because God, we aren't yeah. because and we, we need a car because the trains don't work because the trains suck because we aren't unified as. No. A public because we aren't unified yeah. as a militant neighborhood that is like no our way of life is far superior <laughs> we want we want it for everywhere we should be liberating Numenor will, will stand for a million I don't know anyway um, <laughs> the, the, oh my god the, what if like just I know you don't watch the the Lord of the Rings show you will not watch it. I'm ready. Somebody, somebody, DM me a think piece about uh, Numenor and gentrification. <laughs> Do you even know what Numenor is? No, but I'm just imagining like 
that like that that's what that shit numenor is my friend wait is it really was my friend joking pete toms um did these series of tweets about like how like like the new lord of the rings is kind of like an anti-union narrative totally it is that's real It's it's like the union bureaucracy has has held this uh island nation people neighborhood uh like in in kind of a bureaucratic uh time capsule unwilling to uh uh i don't know whatever it's i'm gonna look up pete's tweets about it and tell and you have to tell me what you think if someone has seen it because well i I haven't seen the most recent episode i don't care because this was an old tweet okay perfect okay um kind of funny that there's an evil union that's stopping one of the characters from getting an honest job making swords in the Amazon Lord of the Rings show. <laughs> and then he says, a union that's also racist against elves. Then he says, there's also a dwarf that might be holding his people back by supporting worker safety rules. It's all true. And I couldn't tell it was a, if it was a joke. It's but, a joke but it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah, a guy tries to get a job at a uh, He's shipwrecked and he ends up on the island Numenor. Um, and and they hate they don't like elves. Um, and oh my god, and yeah, actually, there is then a, a a xenophobic. They literally try to do a line about like the elves are going to take your jobs because they don't sleep and they live forever. It's real, okay? It's I, real. Like, like my my immediate reaction to Pete's tweets was like, it's wait because it makes so much sense. Like Amazon is absolutely 100% yeah. and, not. And so he, so like the guy tries to get a job working at a, at a forge as, as a sword maker. And they're like, no, you have to go through the program. You have to get your certification just oh to, to make swords in this village. Billion dollar anti-union yeah. propaganda fee. Totally. Totally. Where's the think piece on that? And, That's so brilliant. And a, a centralized girl boss uh, to, just fuck the whole place up oh my god just can you write an asshole it? you have no, to write it. You i don't know i don't know anything this is like a great show for me to watch because i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen um our neighbor <laughs> will pay pete toms 200 dollars to write the thing piece that's what i'm gonna chase <laughs> pete <laughs> Um, and then we will shop it around to a, a pu- some publication that will spread it. <laughs> I can write the piece about uh, how much I f- fucking love these dragons on the other show. <laughs> fucking love these dragons. And they finally had a character who just was like, I rock. I ride dragons. I'm pregnant. I'm riding a dragon. And then they kill her off immediately. Damn, dude. And she's like, she's like, I hear, I hear that that's so the, the fucked yeah. up forced childbirth show, and I'm like, I, I'm not interested in. There's in a lot of forced child. Well, there's, I mean, but that was kind of the interest. Oh man, we are over. Um, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not watching either of these shows. I'm not watching either. I will I refuse. I won't do it. Dance um, of the Dragons, um, just ultra fantasy, but the the attitude I do appreciate is being a little bit realistic about how much people used to hate women but how there was individual variation on that oh god anyway sounds exhausting 
It is exhausting, but honestly, like I like it more than um because there have always been girl bosses is the thing. And mm-hmm. uh and a lot of times fantasies like to pretend that the girl bosses just got what they want needed and wanted. And that's not always the case. But uh historically, girl bosses have always existed. That makes a lot of sense. And they do they do forge lives. Well, you should be be like me and watch um, the Hal Hartley trilogy, like psychotic trilogy that he made about like, um, like a a smooth talking like literati type guy who like I, I can't even get into it. It's so stupid. Yeah, I gotta get you in touch with these movies. guys. I bought a Snoopy lamp from. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for tuning in this week. Oh, we forgot to talk. That's the one thing we forgot to talk about. Tag sale. (laughs) That was a different tag sale. I I just, I became a true New Yorker by going to a, an upstate, AKA New Rochelle tag sale. That was completely MCM built-ins. A guy named Gus had made a clean sweep of all the furniture (laughs) already, but I got like, I got, you know, like a, a really weird, like down hand crocheted velvet pillow for six bucks kind of thing. That's so sad. You know, it, it rocks. Nice stuff. They had a ton of, I didn't get one I should have, but they had like a ton of Japanese language uh, books on Henry Moore <laughs> sculptures. Oh my God. That is the most Westchester thing you could ever say to me. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. We need to liberate Westchester. That's like the name of the game. It would be, please come to Westchester and liberate it. Save me from, save me from my government. We're going to, we're going to fucking, my peop- <laughs> we're going to put a San Loco outpost on um, Mamaroneck. In Mamar, yeah, in Mamaron. <laughs> this took me like three months to learn how to say right. Mamaroneck. All right. <laughs> I will say one- R.I.P. to the White Plains Mall. That was the one cultural hub of Westchester, oh, and it, yeah. or not of White Plains, and it's gone. It's the DMV now. Bullshit. All anyway, right, let's have fun. 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 Lots of fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun.